0: Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome, welcome to another part episode of the audiobook, The Spiritual Multitudes Agape Love, the Greatest Gift. We are beginning in volume three today, which we've been working through, part number 25. I am working through this large book. That had volume one, two, and now three. I had used to do a lot of writing. I stayed home for years and just studied and wrote. Mm -hmm. And now I'm coming to you with the books themselves. Mm -hmm. They're all free so you can learn and grow. So let's begin. First, I want to give Zoom a great big thank you. That's who I'm recording through. And for Mora 9, which will be my video editing program. And this is a motion video by Pixabay. And if you think, see strange things happening, as you know, around my hair, my background comes through because I don't use a green screen. I'm in a small living room that has desks and bookcases, rocking chairs and picture frames and teddy bears. And it's a small space. And none of the green screens I have tried work for me. So thank you, thank you, thank you for putting up with me. Also, I want to give a big thank you to Pixabay. They are providing for free this motion video. Isn't it beautiful? I find it on their website. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I just love it. Used it earlier in another recording. Mm-hmm. So we want to pick up in this volume three, the spiritual multitudes, the greatest gift. We had left off when we were talking about glory to God in the highest and on earth. We'd been working through that how when you lose the Arkstone, the very kingship symbol, the Holy Spirit of your life, you are like the dwarfs of Erebor. From the Hobbit movie. You have no kingdom. You no longer have a king's identity. Or character. And you have become wanderers. Out there in the world. Just doing whatever you can do. To get by. But we were slowly starting to learn. That in order to help us. Spiritually. This loving father. Of the greatest gift. To God be Was going to send. Somebody, himself, inside of some dirt, humus, to pay the price that we all owed for our sins that came through the sin of Adam, of disobedience. But when this child was born, his name was Jesus. That was the dirt. But inside of him would be this thing called the Christ, was a spiritual being who had the Holy Spirit, and God brought him in the fullness of time into the earth. And when that happened, there were angels in heaven saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to all men. Now, there weren't fireworks in the skies that night. When little Jesus was born, the shepherds heard the angels and saw the lights, the stars. And we're going to pick up in a scripture here to keep moving through agape love, the greatest gift. But let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this book that you helped Pastor Deborah to write. We thank you that you are here now teaching us through your holy spirit we thank you that you love us so much that you know we need teaching information and knowledge thank you for breaking your words of spirit and life out to us so that we may understand you and accept your offer agape love for ourselves thank you all you do for us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, this is number 25. This is part number 25. We're beginning in the scriptures, John 3, 16 through 21. John was one of the four original disciples of this Christ Jesus. He's a young man, And he wrote this maybe anywhere from 20 to 40 years after the death of Christ on a cross. But he was a a believer, he was easily believed, and he was used mightily by God to write to us. So in verse number 16, John writes, For God so loved the world all of humanity, the earth, the governing system that was to be on the earth through humanity, that he spiritually gave his only begotten son, his spoken word out of his own heart, out of his own mouth and thoughts, so that whosoever would believe in him His word, which happened to be Christ, Jesus, Christ meant the anointed king. So the word itself is the king that was in a dirt body named Jesus. So whoever would believe in this Christ should not perish, which meant be eternally and forever spiritually separated in the second death from him and his family in heaven. God knew they were already dead to him. They did not have the Holy Spirit. But there was going to be a second death after judgment for all their works And if they were names were not written in the Lamb's book of life up in the heavenly throne room, they would be sent spiritually to the lake of fire to be eternally tortured and tormented and separated. And he would forget about them. He didn't want that. So he had to make a way. So he said, all you have to do is believe on my word. Believe on him who I sent, my word, my son, my begotten son. You believe on that. And you won't perish in that lake of fire, that second death. And you won't even go to the first death, the place of hell, torment. You won't go there. And that was the promise and the love of God, agape love himself. But instead, he said, you would have spiritual, everlasting life. The life of God himself, the Holy Spirit, would be in you. You would have the knowledge of the one true God. You would be a new creature of the light. There would be rejoicing over your new birth. But first, the old you had to die. And in my heart and mind, I put you inside of Christ. I took all your sins, all your punishment, and I said, done. Now you're free to come into my presence if you believe in me and accept my gift of agape love. Verse 17. Why would he do this? Why would this God that I don't know do this for me? Don't understand that. Doesn't he want me to bow down to him and give money to his teachers and preachers? Doesn't he want me to go into a building or walk around some something? Doesn't he want me to bow all the time to him and kill for him? No. I want you to believe in him. It's not much. He knows that that is the first step. You don't have to know anything about him except he is real and he loves you. And then he will teach you and help you. He won't force you with a sword. He won't force you with any kind of physical or mental torture. He won't force you. He offers you this freely. He'll try to help you to understand him and you and why to believe in him. For God sent forth his son, his words, himself, his offspring out of himself, filled with the very breath of life, the Holy Spirit, to come to earth. For you. So, just from that right there, come. Let the fireworks begin for this little one. Come. This agape love, this father's offering you his gift because he loves you. Just believe he and his son and the Holy Spirit. They will do the rest. You will be presented before all of heaven as a new creature of the light. Your spirit will be filled with fireworks of glory. Your body will be as a white diamond. You will come up out of your soul in a spiritual circumcision. Death will have no more hold on you. For you know he's always there. So agape love is coming to you in this letter, this book, to reach you. And I want to just stop right here today. I don't want to overwhelm you with too much because it is a lot. Just know he loves you. He wants all of heaven to meet you. He does not want you to go to the lake of fire. Or even to hell temporarily. He wants you. As soon as death takes your physical body. And your soul dies. The forever you. The forever person. Is taken by your hand. And you walk into the light. To meet him. Can't do it when you're in your physical body too well. But you can meet him even in your dreams. Mm -hmm. I go to his presence all the time. It's beautiful. It's like this. All the angels in heaven, all the living creatures of the garden, they're waiting to meet you. They love you so much. They have been waiting and waiting. And on the day that that little baby, Christ Jesus, was born on earth, all of heaven was rejoicing and saying glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth to all men, all humanity. Peace was on the way. A separation would be fixed. A bridge would be built. All of heaven was so rejoicing. And now, They're waiting to meet you. So Heavenly Father, open the doorway to their spirit, to a Hebrews 4.12 and let them come on out and be a part of the great, great kingdom of heaven. Let all of heaven rejoice at this new birth of this little one, you. Come on out. All you have to do is just believe that he came in his word in a dirt body named Jesus. He was in there in the Holy Spirit. He demonstrated that power that he had over hell, death, and the grave when he healed people, spoke to fish, cursed a fig tree, healed the sick of all kinds forgave sins, encouraged people to go and sin no more. When he reached the children, loved on them, he became their shepherd, their pastor, their teacher. He provided a way. Come and join us and then rejoice for all the other ones that will come. The fireworks are going on all the time because new people, Are coming to know Him, God be love, and accepting His greatest gift, life eternal for them. They may not know Him very well, and they'll learn. But new creatures of light they are, and so you can be too. So come, Heavenly Father, help them to believe in who you sent, your word, your son, Christ Jesus. Help them to believe that you're real and you love them. And you will help them every step of their life, even as death comes. No matter their age, no matter what happens to them in their soul or their physical body. Let them come, Father, help them accept your gift of a copy love in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay, we'll see you in the next audio book should be number what 26 of the spiritual multitudes volume number three. Bye.